Daily Draft Report. Set your DVR to record now. Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday morning. For the day. This is the Daily Draft Report. Daily dose of prospect information for the NFL Draft brought to you by the guys at Campus to Canton. Tonight's prospect is a kind of a fun one who has come on. He had a pretty good week at the Senior Bowl and a guy I really like, Tyler Beatty, senior Missouri running back. He's only five foot eight, 194 pounds. That's kind of where everybody gets a hang up on him, but watch the tape. So we're going to go through all that. And tonight's guest is Jeremy. Yeah, I, I went through this pronunciation. Jeremy Popolars. There you go. How you doing tonight, Jeremy? I'm doing swell. How about yourself? Um, you did good. pretty good. That's pretty good. You should hear some of the butcherings or usually in back in high school, it used to be Jeremy. And I'd be like, yep, that's me. <laughs> they can't say it. That's me. So I would just tell everybody it's popular. There you go. Yeah, there there you go. go. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Real quick, the recruiting profile of Tyler Beatty was not really. He was a three-star guy from Memphis, Tennessee, the class of 2018, the 1527th ranked prospect in the class, but he did have offers from Missouri, Memphis, Air Force, Army, and Eastern Kentucky, amongst others, ultimately decided to go to Missouri. And as far as the numbers, statistically, uh, his first three years were kind of quiet, um, not much to write home about. He did catch 32 balls his, his sophomore year, 28 his, his junior year, and last year is when he really came on. He had 268 rushes for 1,612 yards. 14 touchdowns, 54 receptions for 330 yards, and four touchdowns receiving. So that's a hell of a good season, just shy of 2,000 yards from scrimmage and 18 scores. So that's that. So we're going to get into the meat and potatoes, why we're here. Jeremy, what traits and attributes does Beatty possess that you think will make him successful in the NFL? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is, and you kind of hit on it there with the statistics, um, is he's a very good receiver out of the backfield. He has good hands. He does have a decent route tree. Um, it's not overly complex, but he's mostly been used out of the backfield there in Missouri. But either way, he does. he's very effective in the passing game. And it's kind of how he was used at Missouri for the first three years. And then it continued still as he got that lead role once Larry Roundtree moved on to the NFL last year. He still had – he had – the most receptions of his entire collegiate career at 54. So I feel like for me, Tyler Beatty is going to find a role in the NFL as kind of like a third down back. I, I kind of see a lot of like a Boston Scott role in him. Um, and that's even with the size, you know, he's just a little bit shorter. Five, eight is like you said, the size they kind of get hang up on. But I just think that pass catching ability, as well as he has decent vision. Um, I think it's just a lack of his reps. Um, he got a lot there in his senior year, but he he is inconsistent. So if he can actually kind of maybe see that consistency through, um, he does have good vision, as well as pretty good contact balance with that low center of gravity. So he, he has a lot of stuff to like. He's he's extremely bursty, too. So there's a, there's a lot there. I think it's just going to be almost like you said, that size gets people hung up on him. Right. Yeah. It's almost like you're reading my, my scouting report. Exactly. That's what I had. <laughs> um, I like it. I liked his balance. I think he's got a pretty good combination of wiggle and he's got pretty good strength. You know, it's definitely not a, a, strength, a strength of his the strength is not a strength, but he's strong enough, especially for that size. I love his burst though. Like he just, the start and stop ability is just nuts. Um, and it goes in line with his quick feet, straight line speed. You know, he doesn't have like big play, burner speed but he's got enough speed to where he gets up 
quickly and and he can get out in the open field and outrun people. So and then in the open <laughs> field too, he always likes I always love he's he has like the almost like the Nick Chubb moves to him, you know, where he gets those like subtle upper body moves and gets a guy hung up and then uses that burst to get by him versus using just that straight line speed. So it's just right. he's exciting to watch. He really is. Yeah, he's he's much better in in tight spaces and running through the middle, much better than I thought he would be. You know, against a lot of SEC type defenses, you know, he actually looked pretty darn good running through the middle. So I can see him being like a third down plus type of guy, you know, that, you know, I mean, he's never obviously going to be a bell cow, but got an, enough physicality, always keeps his feet moving. You know, you mentioned the vision is getting better. It definitely looked a lot better this year than it did the first couple of years. So other than we won't mention the size because I still don't think I, I know everybody uses that 200 pound mark, you know, but at five foot eight, 195, he's well built. Yeah. You know? So I, I don't like saying that's a, a huge negative, mm-hmm. but uh, what are some other things you think could hold him back? Like things that you see in his game that you don't like? Yeah, I think for me, like the biggest thing is really just going to be that vision. I think that he really needs to round it out. Because at the NFL level, he's going to have to have that consistency with that vision because he's not going to get the touches, like you said. You know, he's not going to be a bell cow back. So, as a fantasy manager or even just looking at him as NFL success, like he's going to have to make of those opportunities. So, like, there's limited opportunities he's going to get. He's going to have to cash in on them. And that inconsistency, if it happens to be that one rep that he gets and he misses the hole or he just doesn't find it when he needs to that could lead to him just not getting more. So he almost has to just, I feel like a little bit more coaching at the NFL level or just the reps and practice and stuff, like just getting that. And if he can square away the vision stuff, I think that he will be fine. Like, you know what I mean? Like we're talking about it. He has enough strength to be what he can do. He knows what he's good at. He has the little wiggly. He has the burst. I mean, he's not going to all of a sudden become a track star, you know, like he can't do that. Right. So like for him, I think the only way that he's going to be able to really harness everything is the vision so yep exactly that's going to hinder him the most i yeah i I put i have that he's too indecisive he hesitates too Mm -hmm. much you know and those are things that he can get out of some of those but you know he's got to learn to find that hole quicker um like you know how to use his guards as they pull things like that but yeah the same things and as far as pass blocking he's really not good at all but that's you know that's, yeah, and that's that's always a hard one. Like I always like it's almost every I mean, like I could literally put it on every <laughs> like all my threads when I go through any running back. I can just be like, right, yeah, he's bad. Oh, Kyron Williams, all right, that one's a good yeah, one. Kyron's bad, not but... bad, bad. You know, what I mean, like they just all need that. Just I feel like they don't get the reps and they just the the form. It just I don't know. That's right. Tough. It's just it's not a it's not a priority in college, yeah. and, and you know it should be. You know, and I think it's not not a knock on these guys because you see a lot of them get to the NFL and they're fine. You know, so, or or they're not and they don't, they don't play. So, (laughs) you know, that's pretty much it. So mock draft database has him going pretty much. Everybody says he's a day three guy. Um, A lot of them going in the fourth, fifth, sixth round. So I think that's probably where he goes. Jeremy, do you see any places you see, do you think of any teams that you would like to see him on or where he'd be a good fit at? Yeah, I, I agree. I think like fourth round seems right. And Honestly, I'd like to see him in maybe like a little bit more of like a maybe a pass heavier team. Like the Bills would be interesting. I don't think the Bills are going to spend high draft capital. So I think late that could be an interesting fit if they're going to use him in a passing type role. I don't know if they're really going to take him, but you could also see, I would say maybe Arizona. 
could be that's, interesting that's if they're ready. <laughs> yeah, it, it, Arizona could be interesting if they decide to right. move on from Chase Edmonds, but I don't know if they do because I feel like Arizona's going to look for like that bell cow guy. So like they're a tough one, but I really I feel like the running back class is just it's tough to place these guys on the basis of like a lot of these teams don't need that many running backs. Like the running back rooms are getting pretty filled out in places. So I, I always struggle here. I mean, maybe New York Jets could maybe use a complimentary, but they've already got Michael Carter, so it's kind of like, mm. Yeah, I think he could fit on just about any team, honestly, you know, that doesn't have a, a player that fits his type of of role, you know. Like, everybody can use that third down guy that has this, you know, the electricity that he brings and, you know, how, how good he is with pass catching. I think, like you said, a more proficient offense would be nice. I mean, hell, you could even – I could see him on anywhere, like anywhere from. I just hit uh, one. Yeah. The Raiders. I think the Raiders would be a good yes. fit. The Raiders, nice, I think, with McDaniel's nice there. I think a compliment to Jacobs because I I don't know if they bring Drake back. I don't know if they have an out in his contract, but after that injury, being I think he's going to be twenty nine this year. I, I don't know if Drake, even if he he might come back for camp, but they might cut him depending on how he recovers from that injury. I think. Beatty could definitely fill kind of like a James White role for McDaniels in Vegas. So I think that actually that's where I'm going to say Vegas. That's my final <laughs> answer. That's now. where I'll stay. Yeah. Final answer. <laughs> I, I could definitely see that. So hell, even somebody like the Rams, you know, like yeah, yeah. I mean, there's you could fit anywhere. As far as I, I always forget to ask this ahead of time. You play fantasy football or a lot. Okay, a lot of it, (laughs) too much of it, honestly. Every once in a while, I run into someone who does it, and I ask this question, they're like, I don't know, I don't play fantasy. I'm like, what? How do you do this and not play fantasy? (laughs) Right. Um, It's probably better for them. because (laughs) Probably. Probably a lot less. (laughs) Some of my fantasy (laughs) leagues, I feel like, oh, God, sorry, guys. Like, I just neglect my team because I'm just too busy doing content. But. Right, and sometimes I feel like the the more I know, the worse I get at fantasy. Yeah. I I don't know. (laughs) I like take risks on guys that I'm like, yeah. Totally, so, he's gonna be it, and then I'm like, Oof, yeah. Where, where would you take Brady in, in rookie drafts if we had to go right now? Like 12 team super flex tight end premium. I'm gonna third. shoot for his upside. I'm gonna say late second, um, probably third round. Definitely the third. I feel like he's gonna be gone before the end of the third round, especially in this class. I feel like for me, this is one of those classes that this that that second to third level running back is also close. And right. the wide receivers kind of fall off a lot. So for me, I feel like that's that third round is going to be full of running backs. I think I think that you're going to see if if they get draft capital, that's going to be a big thing because we saw it last year. I thought a lot of those running backs would get drafted higher than they did, and they didn't. So if the running backs do get draft capital this year, I think the third round is going to be filled with a lot of them. And I think Tyler Beatty, I would definitely take him earlier. Uh, definitely depending on a landing spot. But if he lands in Vegas, you know what I mean? Like, so we'll say we'll go with that landing spot. I would definitely not be opposed to taking him early in the third. I, I agree. I think he's got one of those guys that's got the upside to be a, a decent fantasy producer, you know, in this class. That's pretty much all you can ask for. I mean, it, it's, it's a huge drop-off, I think, after the first seven or eight picks even. You know, like, it, yeah. it gets murky fairly quick in this class. So, Yeah, I agree. Even at the, even at the first six, seven guys, you know, it's, it's really, it's, it's tough, especially because a lot of things you are going to that super flex, you're going to PPR leagues and the quarterbacks aren't there this year to push some of this talent back. Like even quarterbacks, you know, like most of the time it's usually one, one's a quarterback and super flex. And this year, and even last year, they were kind of, you were leaning towards like, 
for last year, you definitely had the quarterbacks where they pushed all these guys back and you had some talent this year. You're just kind of like, eh, Traylon Burks, you know, Brees Hall, maybe I'm going to take that over Kenny Pickett or Sam Howell. So it, yeah, it's definitely going to be an interesting draft. I think. Yeah. I think, I think Malik Willis is kind of making that claim for the one Oh one, you know, just because of everybody's goo goo and gaga over the upside. So a whole other conversation. So <laughs> <laughs> we don't so. have time. All right, Jeremy, thank you very much for coming on. Can you tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter and where they can find you, what you're working on? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at PopesFFH. Um, I am dropping a ton of rookie threads on there, trying to cover a majority of the, the higher-end prospects that are coming out. Um, if I have extra time, I'll get to some of those lower sleeper-type guys. As far as writing goes, I have a ton of stuff coming out for Sports Gambling Podcast Network as well as I'm going to probably start pushing out a couple dynasty articles for the yards per fantasy. And if you want, if you like my voice and you like to listen, you know, I do have a podcast. It is fantasy football playmakers. Uh, We're on a little bit of a hiatus. The co-host has some stuff going on, but we'll be launching up here before the draft. So excellent. Thank you very much, man. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. You find me on Twitter at FF People's Champ. Uh, work over at Campus to Canton and Dynasty Nerds. And you find this podcast at Daily Draft RPRT. Thank you guys very much for listening. Talk to you tomorrow.